0: Love talk radio. Hit button. Welcome to the war room. We got Des, Kim, Jimmy PJ B Austin the hot block commander. how you wanna end a one or two hours showing get the brain running with the premises talking voice on a national level, full with the topic, sort of like the rubber it's game time, like the fat five doing prime powers, post conglomerate to speak their minds a little bit. Sports medicine, sports veterans, and greats. The
1: for and 26th sort of war. Ain't it's
2: the war room. With five nights at the round table, five Philly guys diversified and educated. What's up? What's up? What's up? War Room Failure 1 live. War Room brought to you by War Room Sports. On the War Room Sports Podcast, I'm one of your hosts, I'm Dev McMillan. And right now, I'm going this puppy solo because my co-hosts have not arrived yet. But um, we're going to get everything underway either way. The show must go on. We're about to talk about some of the issues that was the past week in sports. So stay here with us. And if you want to get in on the conversation, just make sure you sign in right now. To the Bodyhood Chat Room parkradio.com
3: forward slash the
2: war room uh, or you join us on facebook or twitter at war room sports you can also call us directly in about 10 minutes after we talk some college football with the homie fred purdue um, and we open up that digital extreme tech hotline the number is 323-410-0012 but before we get started like i always tell you before we uh before we do this man when we're not live on the air I need everybody out there to make sure that you check out archive episodes of our show on our own network at WorldRoomSports.com, uh, and the World Sports Mobile app. Also on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Wherever you do your podcast listening, we are bound to be there. Just make sure you go ahead and do a check. Uh and we'll be with you uh one second because I believe I might be having some audio issues here, so let me fix that before we get the homie Fred Perdue on the line okay all right so um, yeah, man, like I said it's been a it's been a wild week in sports, it's been a wild week period um in America as usual um and like we usually we talk a little bit of politics at the at the top of each show we all know what's going on right now the impeachment hearings are going on uh in Washington um we just i don't even know how many people know this but we just averted another government shutdown um actually you know i i haven't even heard official word that would uh the House of Representatives passed um, to Congress. I I, I never heard Congress's word on it, but actually tonight was the deadline for funding to run out, and they passed a short-term resolution that will have us right back here a month from now on December 20th trying to avert another shutdown. Um, But in sports, man, we had the whole Colin Kaepernick debacle down in Atlanta. We're definitely going to talk about that. And we had the situation with Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph that people have been talking about all week. So, we're going to get to all of this today in this episode of the War
3: Room. But before we do that, we're going to talk
2: a little Miami hurricane business with the homie Fred Perdue and Hot Topics brought to you by My Bookie War Room. You can make a lot of bread sports betting at My Bookie. The NFL is nearing its stress run. And the NBA is a full go, that is, when the players aren't load managing. So if you still haven't checked out my bookie, this is the perfect time to do that. Lay down some scratch on the biggest games in sports. Join us, the War Room, and thousands of other online players placing bets at MyBookie.ag. You're tired of getting to runaround around from other services when it's time to collect your pay? That's why we urge you to join MyBookie. You win, they pay fast and without hassle. You're wasting your time sports betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place wagers after the game start. So join now, on my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to a thousand dollars. So just use the promo code Warroom. That's all caps W A R R O O M to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, get paid. That's all there is to it. All right. So we're gonna go. Uh, To the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline because we got our first guest on the line. We got the homie Fred Perdue from Locked On Canes from the Locked On Podcast Network here to talk a little bit about his Miami Hurricanes. Fred, what's going on? Good brother.
3: Welcome to the show. What's going on, bro? How you doing? I'm good,
2: man. I'm good.
3: (laughs) Sounds like you rolling solo today, man. Yeah, yeah, you know.
2: Rolling solo, other pilots, you know, they, I don't know, they in the bathroom with with the runs. <laughs> aside. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, man. Just, you know. But I'm at the controls here, so we're going to do this. But uh, how are you, though? How you, how's your week going so far?
3: Been good, man, been good. We finally, Miami's coming off about a week, so nobody's losing. And, well, I, I got a little bragging rights on
4: you, so of
2: course. <laughs> I knew that was going to come. I knew that was gonna come. Go ahead, Patriot fan, get it over with.
4: <laughs> I won't now
2: I'm that, I'm gonna
3: that, just say <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just going, you know, we didn't play great, but things happen and uh, right now yeah, was, I think uh you guys you guys kinda made us look a little silly. The offensive line hasn't been looking great, so I'm not really yeah, I'm impressed. I, I'm kinda like Tom Brady, I'm not impressed with this right now.
2: I just hope you know, we didn't give any type of information and any type of blueprints to those Dallas Cowboys that y'all got to play. Oh no, 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 no! no. Uh, coming up, and B. Austin is in the building finally. What's up, sir? How are you?
1: <laughs> what a guan, my youth. What a guan. Listen, Fred. Fred, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say this. My defense won, even if my offense. Oh, won. Oh no. But your team lost, <laughs> so I'm okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, you so cool yeah, but, with that performance? You was cool with that? Oh, okay. no, no, not really.
2: Hey, a, a win is a win. Fred, this is all I got to say. And if you got to make the call up to Foxborough, do whatever you got to do, you just make sure that they're a little more ready to play this week. I can't have y'all losing to these dudes, especially now. I refuse to lose to the
1: Cowboys. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hope so.
2: That's why I said make the call and make sure they're refusing just like you're refusing.
1: I need, right, I need 500. I need 505, 505, 505 yards per game. Tom terrific coming up, man. I need <laughs> oh, them to hang 76. Psycho
3: Tom.
1: 76. Tom. Psycho Tom I
3: need Michael all Tom. Okay. okay.
2: Pretty much. All right, but let's talk about the U real quick. Um, And, you know, Miami versus FIU some more Florida rivalry type stuff. But, you know, of course, FIU doesn't have the reputation of a Miami, a Florida, a Florida State, you know, those type of guys. But, you know, this rivalry from what I hear, especially, you know, all my years of working with Fred, it means something, you know, to past and present Hurricanes players and fans. So put us down with the with the meaning of this Miami versus FIU game.
3: So there really isn't a rivalry if the other team doesn't win. So I I don't want to call it a rivalry. The last time these two teams played was in 2006 when, you know, we were showing Miles Garrett when he was a small child. Fred, cocky! Fred out here. Yeah,
2: I I guess in-state, I I don't know. I guess you can't call them rivals in-state. Cousins, I don't know, little cousin getting
3: well, beat up every, what it is, every few years. What it is is a lot of the same players that are still playing for F, that are playing for FIU could not become Miami Hurricanes because Miami just isn't going to recruit those guys. They're too small, too slow. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, he, just, he just called
1: them. He just called them Florida rejects, Miami rejects. Yeah, <laughs> pretty
3: much. I mean, it is what it is. It's how recruiting works. And the thing about recruiting is. You know, some guys just aren't – you know, you can play at that division. You can play at the Division One level. You're just playing at a lower tier. You're going to play at a FIU. You're going to play at a Cincinnati. You may even play at, God forbid, FAU. So, I mean, those guys are still – a guy that plays at Miami is who's a who might be a three-star type of guy is a five-star caliber player at a lower tier school. So, you know, it's a thing. But quite honestly, what the biggest memory of so- – these two teams. Let me hold on,
1: Fred, real quick. Let me break that down to our listeners. Basically, what Fred's saying is at Miami, you don't really go to class and you drive the highway. Hey, lift, hey, and we you got know. the IG model. Don't, don't. And at FIU, you're a student athlete and your GPA may be above 3.2. I think we, I captured that pretty well.
3: Not so fast. But I mean, one T.Y. Hilton did go to FIU. That's their most. I mean, their well, most, Florida
1: Atlantic. I happen to know Florida Atlantic produces nerds, and they go to class. They don't win, but they go to class.
3: And FAU is. I mean, they're they're two different schools. FIU, FAU. There, but the thing is, I think what people mainly remember about FIU is uh, the fight that happened in 2006, where Brandon Merriweather showed a young Miles Garrett how to swing a helmet at another uh, an opponent's face, you know, that's where he learned that from. I'm sorry, it's just the way it is. And that those teams haven't played since then. Uh and isn't a lot of and that a the team, Brandon, Miles, that's the brand Brandon Merriweather
1: that channeled his inner uh his inner gangster and his inner uh yeah who's the who's the safety from uh from the Raiders that committed assault on the field.
3: Oh, you're talking Jack Tatum back in the day.
1: Jack Tatum. Brandon Merriweather channels his inner Brandon uh, or uh, Jack Tatum, right? That's the Merriweather you're referring to?
3: Yeah. 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 Very much so. Very much so. Gotcha. Um But, you know, I think the, the the thing about this game, too, is this game is going to be played. It's not just a typical game. It's being played in a neutral site but this neutral site isn't just any neutral site this neutral site is in the is at the location of the old orange bowl which is now uh marlin's park and miami hurricane fans are a little bit weird about it because we don't like the fact that we had our stadium taken away for an mlb team that sucks but at the same time <laughs> we it's it is business and um Money talks You know, the old OB has so many great memories that, I mean, how many times have you seen a wide left, a wide right, or a Florida State team losing, a Florida team losing, Notre Dame, Oklahoma? I mean, you can, how many ever, whatever you want, you can think of in the college game, how many ever upset? I mean, Miami won its first national title at its home stadium, so, you know, against Oklahoma, so that, so many memories come back, and I think you're going to see a lot of former players coming out to this reminisce and the newer players, the young guys now are, they, while they may have not even been alive or also small children when this, this stadium was demolished, they, it's part of the culture to understand what this stadium meant to that program. All right. <clears throat> well, I'm
2: happy to say I got to see the U rock at the orange bowl before they demolished it. Um, but, yeah, so I, I get it. So, you know, they, they're playing them at this neutral spot. Um, how do you think – well, I mean, because a lot of the people who attend Miami and go and actually play football for the school, you know, they're, they're, a lot of those guys are from there, like you said. Um, so they kind of know the history on all of this too. So do you think – you know the feelings of the fans and and the surrounding area. Do you think that trickles down to the actual football
3: players? Of course it does. It definitely does. I mean, you're going to be dealing with seeing a lot of these players are still. They played against each other in high school. I mean, I, I know I probably sound like I slandered a lot of these younger, well, a lot of these players, but <laughs> in reality, um. Uh, yeah, you're you're a reject, but it's not like it's in, on purpose. It's just you know, like a two Atwell, you know. Um, you're bummed by mistake. Yeah, it's it's not on purpose. At all. You just weren't born big enough.
2: Your yeah, I mean, whacked.
3: if you've ever seen the the HBO special Liberty City, they talk about a player who plays for Louisville two Atwell. Well, he played at Louisville. He he was on he's on the Louisville team now, and he had a big touchdown. Against Miami last uh, two weeks ago in their matchup, he's the only problem is he could have been a Miami guy, but the problem is he's five six and one hundred and fifty sixty pounds. He's too small. Miami will not recruit him, but he runs a four three. He's a sub. He's probably a four three sub four three kind of guy with a ball in his hand. And girl, Boink is fastest. Yeah, he run, He ran away from Miami players, and I'm not talking about the slow lineman. I'm talking about the DBs that run four three, uh, four four. He's just running away from guys, but again, he's too small. And there's no role for him at a school like a Miami. But at a Louisville where he was a at Louisville he's like a five star prospect because he's he has Yo, everything Fred he wants. Yo, Fred, Fred is cra- yeah. Fred Fred crazy. Fred's hockey
1: game is a yeah, Like Louisville. Fred talks shit like I, I respect it, Fred. Fred, you talk that intelligent you know, area everybody. FIU now
2: Louisville. Alright, so all right, we that's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting because, you know, it it just adds a little something to a game that a lot of outsiders probably wouldn't care for. But um before before we get you out of here, man, I just, I definitely gotta ask you about this, you know, in our time of talking college football. We've talked a lot of Alabama, we've talked a lot of Tua. Tua down again. This one seems more serious than anything he's dealt with before. And, you know, the first name that comes up when everybody gets afraid, something like this, is Bo Jackson. What are your thoughts on this? I know nobody can predict what's going to happen as far as whether he'll play again or not. That's for the doctors and modern medicine and all that kind of stuff. My question is, if he steps back onto the field, do you think he could ever, you know, resume the level he was at? Can he – Still, step onto an NFL field and be great.
3: Uh, first off, I'd like to say, uh, Nick Saban, I've never questioned you in my life. From Michigan State to LSU to Alabama, Nick Saban, you get one more time at this. You have a fireable offense just now. That's what. That's literally how I feel about it. It's a fireable offense. You had a national championship waiting. I mean, literally, you had a national championship. Just you could sneak in the back door. All you, you pick the lock, sneak in the back door, steal all the cookies, and leave. I mean, I'm just saying it, that's what was gonna happen. But then you left Tua out. I mean, two is your best option. It is what it
2: is. You know. So you you mad at him even though it was yeah I'm still I'm the first mad
3: half. Yeah, I'm big mad at him. You have a 35. Like because you, you don't think you don't think
2: you don't think at halftime he probably would have sat him down and let everybody else ride. No, oh, he
3: was gonna. He was going to sit him down anyway, and he had already sat him down, but Tua says, I want to go back in the game. Uh, no, sir, you don't get to go back in the game. There is no going back in the game. You're, I, I mean, if I'm Nick Saban, you better sit your Hawaiian self down and literally do what I say. Um, I'm in control of your life because I run – I no. have to talk to death. <laughs> that's, that's how Real. I feel. Right. Yeah, <laughs> What's so, your name, me, boy? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I mean, that's just how I feel about it. I, no, your starting quarterback, when you have four touchdowns, Fred, should never be in the game. we're gonna name this episode Fred Flexer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh
2: Yes, I wanted to get your your thoughts on that. I mean, because it, it looks like a situation where you know his stock is definitely going to drop. And some of the stuff that we talked about in our chat, you know, myself, Tobias, who, who we'll be getting to on the line shortly, um, we were saying stuff like, you know, even though it, it it may take from his pockets, he might end up now on a pretty it good will team. will put him in a better Like league he league might league end league. up on the New England Patriots and get to learn no. from Tom Brady for no. a year or two. So no. you never know how it's going to play no. out. And it's, And the crazy thing is, though, after we talked about that, a couple of days later, somebody actually wrote an article that, that
3: yeah, featured I saw that it. thought
2: in it. Yeah, everybody always spying on our conversations. But, yeah, I mean, but that could that could be how his career plays out, and that could only be a positive. You know what I'm saying? A lot of quarterbacks, no matter how highly touted they are, a lot of them get into these bad situations because they are good enough to be first pick, second pick, they get into these bad situations, and all of their flaws are exposed. But they're with such bad organizations that they can never come back from it. You get into a situation yeah. where you were on your way to being, you know, one of the top picks, and then something derailed that. You get on a good That's team with the evil empire. That could be a whole different, board. you know. Yeah. I mean, because we don't
0: know. Like, really? Look at look at
2: Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he was lucky that things happened the way they did. He had a chip on his shoulder that people passed on him, but there was no telling if Aaron Rodgers jumped into a team that needed him right away. He what jumped out there as a rookie that he wouldn't be average right now.
3: So, What you know, if you Alex never Smith is a, is a Packer, and what if uh, Aaron Rodgers is a 49er? So, are right. their and fortunes then, a little let different? Let me, uh, I think so. It
2: could be, because like, right now, you know, everybody Alex Smith like just got good like two years ago.
1: <laughs> like well, like yeah. a year and a half. A year and a half. <laughs> like, like he just got, got good. like he figured dude, it you out you were the number one pick a long time ago. It's you know <laughs> Yo, 19, 19 got years good
0: in. At yeah.
2: <laughs> but but that's I, the thing. Well, he, he was, was so old when he got good he was already, you know, about to be replaced. And every place that yeah, he went. You know, Kaepernick <laughs> replaced him. Then you go to uh, Kansas City, and you're pretty good there for a little while. But they got to do sitting there waiting. to. You know, he's, he's
3: just – he's been a good stopgap <laughs> bridge quarterback. I'll, I'll say this about Tua, and you mentioned Bo Jackson. I'll say he didn't have the same injury as Bo Jackson, but you have to remember Bo Jackson also played on an injured hip. And continued playing on it versus Tua, he went down, and he was crying about it because it hurt really bad. I mean, those yeah, those are totally different word. situations. But, different but but
2: situations. but you know, but what derailed Bo Jackson's career wasn't necessarily the injury. So even though their injuries are different, what they don't want with Tua now, I don't I, I? I'm not a doctor, so I don't know the word. It's two words, actually, and I think the second word might be necrosis. Whatever it is, Bo Jackson had something set in his hip that kind of eroded it. And they said yeah. that could happen yeah. in the, the blood situation, it. but right. at, you know, mm-hmm. they act fast enough, they may be able to um, prevent that from happening. So it wasn't actually the dislocation, fracture, whatever happened to Bo to Jackson's hip. It was the erosion afterwards. Mm-hmm. and for from some the reason, you know, of the lack of from the lack of blood flow
1: right so they did. let me let me ask uh, let me ask both of y'all let me ask both of y'all this and and i'm not really familiar with Tua other than butchering his last name Tua Topo whatever his name is <laughs> i need to know from y'all where did you guys see him or project him going in the draft and what do you see in his skill set and talent as an NFL quarterback, because I'm super unfamiliar with his body of work. I really am. Tua sure is a guy I, I, that... Go ahead, Deb.
3: I got you. Go ahead. No, no, I was I was just about to
2: say, you know, from all that we've seen from him, before he started with the back and forth with the little nagging injuries, you know, he was, in my opinion, somewhere between the first and third quarterback that was going to get picked in this upcoming draft. Um, I think you know, Joe Burrow's has burrowed his way—no pun intended—you know—into that number one spot at this point. So, you know, Tua may have injury or not. You know, he may have lost that distinction, but he was going to be one of the higher um, quarterbacks picked. Correct me if I'm wrong, Fred. I know you—you know—you do this for a living.
3: Well, I have a little bit of intel from somewhat from a few people that are actually in NFL circles. Uh, working for NFL teams, and I'll tell you, the NFL doesn't see him as a, a number one overall pick type of guy. They see him as more like a 13 to 17 type of guy, and he can be a franchise quarterback, but the injuries are going to be a problem. He's small. I mean, he's going to probably top out at maybe 6-1 and a quarter, 6 and a half, and a half, probably about two ten ish I see Russell Wilson without the, the takeoff and he's where where Russell is just, he's extending plays, extending plays. He's two of the guy that he's great with a clean pocket. Uh, I mean, he, the only problem I've seen from him is he doesn't have the strongest arm in the world. So he needs great conditions. So you're not, if you put him in Cincinnati, good, good luck because it's just not going to work. You put him in a place like Miami, give him an offensive line, give him some help. I can see him being successful. Um, the one thing you have to worry about is that he has never played with a lot of adversity. I mean, in reality, he has three, maybe four first-round pick wide receivers on one team. And it, it's, the, it's the nature of playing at Alabama. But at the same time, I look at it and I say to myself, he, he's capable. I would love to see him on a team like the Chargers, where you get the, where you can learn from Phillip Rivers, sit, learn his mistakes, have a chance to – Do the Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre thing. Sit, sit him. Do the way, do it the way real good quarterbacks are supposed to be developed. Let him sit for maybe a year, two years. If in reality, I love him to sit two and a half. Then you say Phillip Rivers has been cool. Um, We no longer need your services. Unfortunately, that's the way it should be. I I don't believe that's about to happen a lot quicker than
1: (laughs) a lot sooner than later, by all reports.
3: Ideally, (laughs) and. and, And give me your thoughts on this one, guys. What do you think – Matt Ryan is an average quarterback. I mean, to me, Matt Ryan is an average system quarterback, right? He puts up big numbers, but it's kind of the nature of the NFL. Give Tua the same things he has at Alabama now, right? Um, You give him the – you give him Julio Jones. You give him Calvin Ridley. You give him – get him a tight end. He has a running back. That team can be really good, and they don't play, I mean, they don't run the ball a ton anyway. Put them in, put him in that offense with Dirk Cutter, and let him sling it around. I mean, what could have I don't hurt? know,
2: man, I don't know if I can call Matt Ryan average. Uh, I can give you MVP ten quarterbacks Ryan, better than
3: but, uh, Matt Ryan, even if they've already retired. Cool. Who? <laughs> I can give you ten quarterbacks. I can give you ten quarterbacks I'd rather have over his time in the NFL. I can give you ten guys I really like more than than Matt Ryan. Yeah, but that and don't I mean, make him average. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that makes ten average. dudes better. I'll, I'll put it like <laughs> that makes ten dudes do, better.
2: Don't make him average. I'll take I can
3: name like Matt, I can
2: name twenty quarterbacks better than the Hall of Famers, but don't, you know what
0: I mean?
3: I'd re, I would take a, guy like a Matthew Stafford all day long over a Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is not going to win He's not going to win you the big one. So you call Matthew, Matt Ryan
2: average and call Matt Stafford.
3: Matthew Stafford plays on a team yo, that does
2: have a Yo, you know, you, not know
1: is, you know what it is, Dev. Yeah. With, you know what it is, Deb, <laughs> with Fred. Fred sees arm. Fred sees, remember, this guy loves the underwear Olympics. Matthew Stafford's athletic ability and arm talent is definitely superior to Matt Ryan, but that doesn't make the results on the field yeah, I and mean, and he uh, also,
2: and he also, in the new era, puts up Dan Marino numbers. But at the same time, But you also no, no have like, like even he has like if you him, say to me that you now if you brought Matt Stafford's name up and said, you know, I think Matt Ryan might be around his level, then I would have given you that. But you diss Matt Ryan and then bring up Matt Stafford, I was, like looked, the better I guy. Matt like Matt Ryan, I is, think Matt Ryan is. He's Matt accomplished is way good. more than Matt Stafford, though.
3: But you, Will Stafford, the just put up a bunch of have, empty numbers.
2: Look no, I mean, he's no doubt,
3: owned, he's, And the division he's, he's in, he'll never win anything as long as that bad man in, in Green Bay is there. I mean, that's just a fact. Also, you're on. Uh, business, yeah, you know, it, very there's a such thing as a wild card.
2: They can't beat. They can't beat anybody. You can't blame.
3: I mean, his whole
2: I mean, existence of a, a failure. On one dude,
3: which is a joke. I mean he might have been on.
2: down for a few for a few years. So you can't use him as an excuse. Matt Stafford is a number compiler who I like, who I happen to like. But you know, he he, listen, he doesn't listen, get it listen, done.
1: Listen, yo. A and, and, and that's real and I will acknowledge as long as Jimmy is not present on the phone on the on the <laughs> on the show, like look, Brett Favre did have a problem gunslinging, and he had some grandsons walking around in the NFL and Matthew Stafford was one of the first grandsons. Matt Stafford will throw the rock perfectly 10 straight times, but there's going to come a time where his ego makes him feel that he can fit it in between five people and a ghost, and the pick is coming. And he takes those chances historically throughout his career, and that's something that Matt Ryan doesn't do. He's not as careless with the ball, Matt so Ryan I can't... He can. He's
3: had Julio Jones, too. He doesn't have to worry about taking chances. Just saying. Yeah.
2: Just. I mean, Matt Stafford, he put up a lot of numbers with a with a binky, with a security blanket, too. I, I mean, dude, he just had... Yeah. yeah, he I mean, did have... still putting up those Calvin. same numbers
3: without that security blanket. I'm just putting it out there. If you gave no, him no, the that, yeah, thousand, that's what I'm not, saying. Right, I don't that.
2: dislike him. I'm just saying, how are we giving... Matt Stafford props and we're calling Matt Ryan average. They're damn near the Matt same. Matt Ryan dude.
3: to me is a is the ultimate nowadays for nowadays he is a, he is comparable to a Kirk Cousins to me. Because he you put a lot of talent around him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yo, 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 we from we lived in D
1: C dog. We know what Kirk Cousins is. That was an insult.
3: It is. It, it is. It's a very big issue. I'm, I'm
0: if you take the two yeah.
3: Julio Jones off of I'll put it to you like this, take Julio Jones off of that Falcons team. Is that team even uh, and Calvin Ridley's your number your ex receiver? Are you okay with is Matt Ryan doing the same thing? Listen, listen, you not.
1: know what you know what this is. You know what this is. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is Reggie Miller and Stafford is Ray Allen. Ray Allen look a whole lot better with what he can do with the Rock in his prime, but he ain't really. There ain't much. I, in fact, I actually would take Reggie. But skill wise, you know that that's kind of where you're going. If I can make that analogy, I mean, I I, I think you're slighting I think you're sliding Matt Ryan by placing him average, but in but but. <laughs> Going, yeah, man at least that'll be like, on the same
2: level, man. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> He's like he averaged. I think
1: Stafford. Will
2: I'm like, damn, killed him. I, All right, okay, but we we, we 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 way off topic. Yeah, <laughs> we way, we we are out of time. <laughs> but Fred, we of course, you know, let everybody know where they can listen to your show and where they can catch you on social media when they want to hear some ish being
3: talked about college football and the Miami Hurricanes. You can catch me on Twitter at FredProducedFB. You can catch uh, you can catch the show on Twitter, uh, locked on can- at locked on Canes. I have an actual beef with the team that Miami is about to play. Go check out my thoughts on their Uh-oh. now head coach and former Miami Hurricane head coach, Butch Davis. Check out my thoughts on that. You can find definitely going to check that out. Podcast.
2: See Fred, call yeah. him call him some rejects again. <laughs> All right, man. We're we'll to you next week. <laughs> Take All right, guys. Appreciate you. All right. <laughs> All right, Fred. Yeah. Fred just poo-pooed on Matt Ryan like <laughs> like the most garbage, and said Stafford
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> No, you, know, you
2: got you know, like yes, my,
1: my whole thing is. My, <laughs> what up, Jim? Ma, there you go. There you go again. That's that's my point. Jay Cutler in in a vacuum is a super. Talented QB, like arm talent wise. But the results on the field is really what we should be weighing. It's like one guy gets to me- it's like what I like to call spectacular mediocrity. Like Matthew Stafford is spectacular in his mediocrity, the way he gets there, but the end result is mediocrity.
4: All right, man. Whoa, well. whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa,
4: whoa. Jay Cutler is what? <sighs>
1: Jay Cutler is
4: mediocrity. Jay Cutler is below mediocrity. Jay Cutler is a piece of junk. Cutler piece is piece arm piece. talent. <laughs> He's arm talent. Yo, arm talent. Yo, yo. Jamar Russell is
2: right. arm talent. A lot of people arm talent. You ain't got no brain talent. All right, yeah, so look, man. It it has been absolutely, and we're gonna get you on in a minute, Tobias, because we're gonna get your opinions on some of this stuff. It has been an absolutely wacky week in the NFL, man. started last Thursday after we got off the air um, with that game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Cleveland beat up on the Steelers a little bit. Game got a little contentious at the end. <laughs> little is an understatement when, with about eight seconds left in the game, Miles Garrett, hit Mason Rudolph after he threw the ball. I don't know if he didn't know that he threw the ball. Um, so he hit him, had a, had his arms completely wrapped. He's on top of him. They start struggling. Mason Rudolph wants to get the dude off of him. So he starts doing some stuff that's going to basically poke a bear. And I'm not using this as an analogy. That dude, Miles Garrett, is a goddamn bear. Um, a, 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 a scrum ensued, and when they got off the ground, the next thing we know, Mason Rudolph's helmet is in Miles Garrett's hand. Some of his uh, Pittsburgh Steeler teammates are trying to get in between them, and as that's going on, Mason Rudolph is still trying to charge, because, you know, you're a tough guy now when you got all the linemen in front of you. Um, next thing we know, Miles Garrett was trying to play whack-a-mole with Mason's helmet, with Mason's head. Uh, the fallout was, was quick. Your man, miles Garrett got an indefinite suspension from the league. Um, this was the, these were the original suspensions. We'll talk about the appeals and what happened to that later. After we give our initial thoughts, um, he was suspended indefinitely, um, and fined something like $45,000. I don't know if that's the total fine or if that's per game. I don't know what it is. Um, Uh, Pouncey, Marquise Pouncey was suspended three games because, you know, he came to his quarterback's aid. So he was in there trying to punch and De Niro stomp Miles Garrett while he was on the ground. And somebody else from the Cleveland Browns, he's so, you know, minute to the story. I forgot his name. Um, Plus it's difficult to pronounce. (laughs) He got a one game suspension for his role, and I'll get his name in a minute. So, what were were you guys' thoughts when you saw this? Because it was one of those polarizing uh, situations. I noticed it to, you know, it got that way as the days went on. Because at first, you know, everybody's reaction was like, whoa, Miles Garrett is tripping, this and that. But by the next afternoon, it seemed like Mason Rudolph was the bad guy to everybody on social media um, and some of the talking heads. You know, he, he started to be the focus of everything. What did you guys think when
1: you saw it? Um, I think there's culpability on both parts, but I also think in a controlled environment, an NFL football game, Miles Garrett, it, it, it it's like, if we're going to square up and the understanding is we're going to square up, we're going to throw these hands and then miles Garrett reaches behind his back and pulls out the the nickel plated 40 glock pocket rocket um, to let, you know, 20 off in my chest. Like he took it to a level that it didn't need to go. Like he, he, he was, he was what's, what's, I don't know. What's Miles Garrett going to or, or Miles Rudolph going to do? These? I mean, what, what, or, or uh, Mason, my, ball, my bad. What's he really going to do, man? Um, I did watch the tape closely, and I will agree with a lot of the Browns players. The Steelers QB was not all innocent. He was an aggressor of sorts, and he should be reprimanded at some level. I don't agree with an indefinite, Suspension for Miles Garrett. I'm cool with him being suspended for the rest of the season, um, but I do think the uh, the Pittsburgh QB deserve one game, maybe two.
0: Yeah, I, I,
2: that's I, I, my
1: two. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: Jimmy, what you think?
4: Yo, um, <laughs> y'all got so many thoughts about this whole thing because it took another turn today. You know, what I'm saying my man threw his draw card down the day. Yeah, but, yeah um, that's how that we're, we're gonna get to when that. I, we're gonna. Well, not we going to progress. When I first saw it though. When I first saw it though, I was like, yo, ball started it. Like, he had the jaunt, you know what I'm saying? Um plus I know he a bully cuz he used to stuff people in their lockers and and, and pee on them a quarter footer. Um but that's <laughs> the talking about Mason Rudolph. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plus I ain't like the boy anyway. He, you know, he he's expressed some thoughts, you know. I don't bang with the ball like that anyway. But taking bias aside, um yo, like Bo, it's one of those situations. I think it be awesome just it's like one of those situations like yo, boy started it. But you can't tell somebody how to respond. To the energy you put out. Did the boy take it to? Um, absolutely, he took it to. But you, know, you can't you can't like push somebody and then like try to like temper their response. You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the end of the day, he lost a lot of bread doing that. He lost yeah, a lot of money by doing that, and he hurt his team. So you got to deal with the consequences of your actions, beloved. You know what I'm saying? If you want to deal with the consequences, it's so be it.
2: Yeah, well, they both was wrong.
4: Everybody, thing. everybody's wrong in this case. Everybody, he was wrong for starting it. He was wrong for taking it too far. But they all wrong. And,
2: that, and that's what I think. Like with him, I. I... I think Mason Rudolph may have escalated. I don't know if I ever really agreed with he started it, and i'm you know I'm walking now I'm walking down a dangerous path now because you know us being black broadcasters quote unquote media members or whatever you know I'm really not allowed to say anything that doesn't one hundred percent completely side. With the black dude, because you know how everybody is these days. You know, I'm, next thing I'm be getting called those names and all that kind of stuff. But
0: no, what have I man, given dam- a damn?
2: What have I given a damn? So my thing is when, this, when people, because first of all, it, that whole thing started to look like a cop out to me. And everybody, well, he started. It. I'm like, okay, let me. Even if I give people that, he started it. Well, that, okay, yeah, what, that what does that? What does that change about? How dude decided to retaliate to the situation. Right, but let's go right, back to the right, he started it right. thing. Right. All right. He hit he hit the dude late, wrapped him up, kinda wouldn't get off of him. Now, if starting it is like frantically trying to rumble with the dude so he can get the hell off of you, like I don't really look at that as starting it. I'm looking at that as like, you know, get off me. Now, once they were separated, I mean, because a lot of the stuff that we saw as the, the as the quote unquote proof to he started it were still shots. I've learned, and I've I've learned this just this year that still shots can tell some lies. Um, taking it back to the first game, the that was it the first game of the season, the second game of the season with the Eagles and and Aguilar when he dropped the pass against the uh, the Falcons, and the very next day. Some Eagles fans came out with this still shot with the Falcons player, you know, his hands were on Aguilar. So they were basically saying, well, it was a pass interference that wasn't called. I go watch the video, and this must have been such a split-second thing, like you don't even see it in the video. And if you're watching that game in real motion like a ref is, if you're watching that game in slow motion – there's no way that you even come close to making that type of call. So I started, you know, I, I started noticing that with other still shots. I'm like, yo, cameras are so fast these days. Like when you hit the burst, you know, the, the whatever you call it, cameras are so fast these days with the shutter speed. It's like you can really catch stuff frozen that barely happens. So I'm looking at the video versus these still shots, and I'm like, "Yo, to me, it just looked like the dude is trying to fight him, fight this bear to get up off of him." Now, once they got up, it's like, "What the hell are you gonna do with this dude now?" But you got you got some courage because you got your lineman in between you. This is when I think Mason Rudolph was at fault for escalating the situation and keeping the situation going, because had he not kept rushing at the dude, he probably wouldn't have got. Whack a mole played on his head. So at that point, yeah. I, so I wouldn't say he started it, but I say I would say he escalated it. And then, and then uh, yeah. Miles Garrett, his his reaction was just all wrong. You just can't do that.
1: Like
4: I think I, I've I heard think people he say, it. "Look,
2: man, if we rumbling and I got something in my hand, that's the chance you take." Blah blah blah. I'm like, but like one of y'all said, y'all use the word controlled environment. Like this is not. A street yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's yeah, life well. is really no, but, in no, danger no, out so, here. So,
4: so, but here's to that point. Here's to that point. I I, I I do think I do I do think um um Maga Rudolph started it, but I, I know think, you, uh, already, I miss, you already you already said think, that I was giving my opinion. no, but what I'm saying is I don't think I don't think that matters though. Like I really don't think that it matters. Mm, right. Because,
2: like, no, I mean, cause that that's like a playground just, excuse. excuse. That's why I said even if I give people that. That's still like a playground. Yeah, he, he started it. How old You was killed he? him. You know like, <laughs> like you no, know. He started but, but, it, but, but, but you had to murk him.
4: Like. And another thing about this, another thing about this is, like, I understand the whole controlled environment, but I also understand, like, of being in the moment and being an, an aggressive man and, and someone is, like, you know, in your space and grab, I understand that. Like, you lose it. Man, you no, no I mean, that I, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was never appalled, like, oh, my God, how can
2: that happen? Reflexes are reflexes. Reactions are reactions. But damn, homie,
4: yeah. I mean, <laughs> the optics are well, that that's were my whole, crazy. And that's and that's my whole point. Like my whole point is, like, they both grown men. They made a decision. They're going to have to live with it. But I understand. I understand. Like, so I'm not going to criticize him because I probably would have reacted the same way. And you got to talk about these dudes that are NFL players who are in the, in a game. Now, granted, the game was over, but still, like. That's a, that's the crazy part about, like, being in the NFL. <laughs> it's, it's so aggressive. Yo, I've heard people
2: off. go as far, talk, like, paid people on the radio, I heard people go as far as to say it was um, Mike Tomlin's fault for even calling a play in that situation. <laughs> I'm like, damn, people just trying to find different angles so they can
1: be different.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, those, i mean, be letting like Mike Tomlin have it. I know who said that. That was
1: Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw probably said that. I don't know. I forgot Listen
4: who it to. was. I listened. Cell players cannot cut it off. Period. Like these dudes, man. Like it's why always get arrested for like assault. You know what I'm saying? On 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 other people, their the women, their their family. Like they don't know how to cut this yeah. thing off. It, all these dudes don't All PC. I said, Mason Rudolph these, these is lucky. These dudes are over aggressive.
2: He is lucky that dude held that he still had the helmet in the same grip that he had on it when he took it off of his head. Because if he would have taken like a split second or if the helmet would have moved and turned the other way and he would have hit him with the crown of that joint, oh my God.
4: Pittsburgh <laughs> still, he had made the Rudolph's funeral
1: today. He just, he'd just still not, been in the and not uh, not that uh, protocol.
4: And not that this protocol, really matters, be in the, but I, well, I the watch uh, calls. NFL Films I've watched NFL films and seen Jack Lambert and them cats like This probably wouldn't even have been a flag back in the 70s. No, like, no, nah, 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 and, and, like, and it wasn't. And that's one you know. thing.
2: like Because when you talk about the suspension, people kept talking about precedents, Like, well, you know, you know, nobody's ever done this. And then, you know, everybody went to dig around to see people who's actually done. Like, we don't know who's actually done anything exactly like that. But I've seen so many photos this week of old NFL players holding a helmet in their hand and you know, for people to prove their point. That my my only point is this. Like on social media, where you know, I spend most of my, my time with these with sports fans, it's like all I seem to see all week and it might just be the the you know, our target audience or the audience that gravitates towards us. <laughs> like everything just seemed to be defending miles garrett so i'm like okay like even even like i say even if i give you mason rudolph started it and i i definitely agree he should have had some kind of role some kind of punishment um i think they are going to fine him but he probably a, a game suspension or something like that just for his role in the whole thing but i'm just like okay even if that happens like it, everybody that's saying this, are you satisfied then? Or like, I, I, basically, what's the point of all the defense and yeah, all the know. research and all the digging to show that somebody may have done something like this before, or this dude started it? At the end of the day, like, what, what's the end game with that?
4: Bull swung a I helmet. And I mean, they, what
2: they, what and connected.
4: They, what they what they trying to say without saying it is. That this was Luke Keekly hitting Lamar Jackson, and we, we were in the same situation. Now, I'm saying, well, we ain't got yeah, me, we got that going sounds now.
2: cute, but nah. He hit that boy <laughs> in his head with a helmet. Luke Keekly in trouble.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I'm that, you, that, that, that's what they're trying to say.
0: Yeah, that's
2: probably is what they. That's that's definitely what they're trying to say. But come on. Uh, that's what uh,
4: they're helmet. trying to say, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Let me. All right, put it like this. That sounds crazy what I just said, right? But if that happened, would you really be shocked, though?
2: You said, what? I what?
4: If that happened and and there was, like, the, the, the situation played out, would you be shocked? You broke no, up. We, you am, saying, we would in fantasy land. land. Would you be would you, shocked? Would you I'm be saying, shocked? Oh, if, if, shocked. If
1: yeah. there was no punishment
4: for Keekly?
1: No yeah. punishment for Luke Keekly.
2: Well, in America, I can't be shocked for anything. I'd be okay, angry. That's, as, as, all right, all right. So, that,
4: that, there we go. I just wanted to make sure. I just want to make sure. That's all I, I wanted to hear you yeah. say.
2: I, I'd be angry.
4: Uh, shot. And Cat's <laughs> a try to justify it, too. get a try to yeah, justify nothing, it. You know, nothing, Lamar Jackson yeah, run. Yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. But anyway. I just hate, just y'all, hate y'all.
2: when we do what they do. You know what I'm saying? We call them out oh, on the stuff they do, and then we do the same things. like. We, listen, we really man, can't that's, that's justify called, that's, somebody getting smacked in the head with a helmet, yo.
4: Listen, we can justify anything, man. Listen, I, I I understand what you're saying. You hate, when we do what they do, but um, I guess for me, I because that that's what I that's my form of reparations until I get a check. That's my form of reparations. <laughs> but that's even here. No, because the way, you know what, what I've man. been saying all week.
2: I've been I've been saying, like, if he dropped the helmet and lumped this dude up ungodly, like I. <laughs> like, like, I, there's nothing. I would, I was like, look, they're in a fight. His helmet came off. He beat, he beat your face up. Like that's what happens. But the helmet. Yeah, is I just get it. A, a step over I get it.
4: I get. It. He used it as a weapon. But and I, I would I love to see that. I, I, I would at,
2: love to see him like drop the helmet different. and just pummel that dude.
4: <laughs> I look at <laughs> just for trying to like, act tough. Because they're football players. Like I hold football players in a whole different like. I put them in a whole <laughs> different box, right or wrong. Like, I'm not shocked by their brutality and their like their 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 animal instincts. Like, these dudes are. No, all I've mean, yeah, all, all, had a couple football you know player saying?
2: friends and they're not really pleasant to be around because that is how they act yeah, like, all the they, time. They, like they
4: dudes that's like too touchy feely. Always want like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they draw, always want like, to wrestle. Just, like
2: even when like, it's not
4: dudes that play even football. when it's
2: not that kind of aggression. Like if they yeah. laughing. They gotta grab you to laugh because they just used to, like, yeah, yeah, Yo,
4: exactly. They're trying to shake <laughs> their hands. they're trying to shake their hand, they to break your arm off, dude. I just yo, said, what's they up? are unpleasant like, to, to be
2: around, man. Why are you all they've been trained to be aggressive all their lives,
1: very unpleasant, yeah,
4: like, yo, been uber aggressive. So it's like, I, I hold them in a whole, I put them in a whole different box, so it's not shocking to me, man. It's just the whole all situation, right. like. And I get it we
2: like We gotta get
4: man. we gotta get pieces about like everything. But I'm like, yo, what happened. It is what it is. Like, you know, I understand how it came back up to date, but but at the same time man, like it's not shocking to me. Um I'm surprised it didn't happen more. Yeah. All right, let
2: me let's go to the phone because we got some more on this because some more stuff came out later in the week and we gotta address real quick, but Homie Tobias has been waiting on the line. He about to curse y'all out, even though he's going to say my name. What's up, Tobias?
4: I just got here, Tobias. I was in the street with Stephen y'all A. Smith. I just got here, man. With it's me, man. Be Austin
1: on the boards. Hey, all this bloviating y'all doing, man. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How come you didn't come
4: on saying no roll damn time, man? What's
1: up? Why you whole – what's up, man? Hey, I got to say this real quick. I got to say this, man. First, this we got a bunch of black folks defending Miles Garrett, despite the fact that he even said that, hey, I don't care if white folks call me the N-word. <laughs> He's
2: still defending yeah. him. Like,
1: bruh, the dude's a coon. Speaking, yeah. of, speaking
2: of that, we will get to that in a yeah, minute. Yeah, he too. mag he mega, he <laughs> mega, Miles. He mega, he, play, he played yeah. himself saying that.
1: <laughs> All, All lives matter, Miles. It, it sounds like five-year-olds talking about, hey, he started it. Hey, if a guy swings on me at a bar with his fist, that don't mean I have to pull my knife out. Uh, you know, he swing on the back. If all he had to do was swing on with his fist, he would have been all right. And for what they were showing Rudolph, that's just a fine. You get fined for that. You don't get four-game suspensions for that. So my thing is, yes, you can say he was wrong he started it, but it doesn't mean you got to go swinging your helmet out there. And plus, Garrett has a history of 30 play this year. And so that factors in as well. He's pretty much the uh, the, the, the word that. Fan a lot
0: of the
2: people I saw said, "No, you know, Garrett, he ain't got, you know, he." he they said he, he' a pretty good dude. He hadn't have he hadn't gotten in trouble for anything. I'm like, have y'all watched the dude? Like, dude, get a lot of personal files. <laughs> like, he's like the new. He's on his way to being like the new and dominant. Pursuit. Pursuit. So, but as, like I said, as, you don't get like like Jimmy alluded to though. You kind of don't get as good as he is without being like a trained aggressor. Yeah. Like that's what he's yeah. been all his and,
1: life. And, and, and here's the crazy part about it: they got a game set Sunday, and and they're still talking about this. How about you talk about your opponent? <laughs> that's something that's killing me right now. Talk about your opponent. What happened? Happened. Yeah. Be like Bellish, I don't know who they play this week. I think they play Cincinnati. Be on Cincinnati. How about that?
4: Yeah.
1: Nah. I mean, it's a big deal. and your best
2: player because he probably is their best player. Is out for the No, game. he
4: is. He's definitely
1: their best player. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, I mean.
1: Yeah, okay. best up, player know, is out it, for the
2: it, season. It, I don't they, think gonna he's gonna they going to go on to the I think at the end of the season, he's going to have a little meeting or at the beginning of training camp or something, they're going to have a little meeting with Goodell, and they're going to reinstate him. I think everything will be cool, unless what he did in his appeal comes back to bite him. Um, What Jimmy and I were talking about earlier, he tried to... He he said (laughs) in his appeal (laughs) yesterday that Mason Rudolph (laughs) said some racial slurs to him, and that really set the whole situation off. Now, Tobias, you're in the chat group with us.
1: You, we, yeah. were all,
2: we were wondering where this was last Friday. And I'm not talking to people listening. I'm not talking about we were wondering today where it was last Friday. Last Friday, we were in the chat group talking about, okay, when is Miles Garrett going to tell these people that, you know, he called him the N-word or something because that's our go-to. And I'm not ashamed of that. Yep. <laughs> like, that's our go-to. If, if we're in trouble, you got to try it. But trying it <laughs> almost a week later when after the game, you know, you were very apologetic. You were like, uh, well, he, he said something. He sounded real articulate in, in his apology saying that was on me and I kind of lost my cool and, and all of that kind of stuff. And then I guess when you when you made your appeal, Maybe they were sitting in there and and nothing was working. You know, he, was he just decided to just throw it up against the wall.
1: Uh, Jimmy said he threw his draw for it the wrong time. <laughs> yo, he like, crazy, he no. no, he didn't know he was going to catch all. He was going to lose all them game checks. That's what it was. Yeah, no, he saw all them no, game no. checks. He was like, yo, I got to pull the n word out on this. He said, I made a mistake.
2: I lost my cool. It's going to come back to hurt our team. The guys who jumped in the scrum, I appreciate my teammates having my back, but it shouldn't have gotten that far. That's on me.
3: And
5: you
2: know what, At God, some point, God, if, God. if he really called you something like that, which, which you know, with us, you don't really have to call us that. That's just our defense me- mechanism sometimes. Sometimes we're just going to say that because a lot of people are like, oh, oh that happened. All right. Forgive it. Yeah. I understand. It, it, but a week later, also,
1: he tried to play that card. Here's the thing: also, Garrett, and Rudolph also met. Hey, and Rudolph's kinda of open about being Team MAGA. I don't care if you are. That's your political belief. You have a right to do that as a citizen to vote whoever you want to vote for, you know. Uh but people won't try to use that. But Garrett but the thing is though, when they show that play, people want to do the still photos, actually to tackle Miles Garrett made on Mason Rudolph hitting him after the play was kind of like a dirty play as well because it was a screen pass at the end of the game. <laughs> and Miles Garrett was kind of roughing them up also. But they don't want to talk about that. It's like people want to twist the narrative. But he can't go off saying, hey, you called me the N-word. And when he said a year ago that, hey, yeah, if, if black people could say it, everybody should be able to say it. So why, did, why does it piss you off now when it pissed you off last year?
2: Well, last year, cause I, I, because I did some extra research into that, and he was kind of all over the place um, yeah. when he was talking about that. Because at some point – because basically he was upset at black people for being upset that people called him that. But then when asked, he said, no, I wouldn't want anybody to call me that, but I just – he he was basically just wanting things to be equal.
5: If we can say it, it they should be though. able to
2: say it. So it's like, "How can you have that out there? and it was a big deal when it happened, and you think a week later, like you can use that as a defense well the n f l basically told him f o h um his suspension has been upheld uh pouncy suspension went down uh to two games, and I still don't know what Mason Rudolph's fine is, but i but I heard that he is gonna be fine, so Hey, um hey, can, can I, can I of bring suspension? this
1: up about real can I bring this up by tour real quick? Uh, okay. Who's that we talking Skin, about the three? Hey, we already know light skinned Fred got his own thing to say, right? We already know he's a sports guy, he's a pundit. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. If this was the fourth quarter or late in the third, I'd be like, alright. It was the first half. Everybody is up for the name of, hey, this ain't Kawhi Leonard or John Morant who want to do load management. It's the first half. But people said, oh, this... see, Tua doesn't have a howler, so we all know that, right? He's a timing player, accuracy, and all that. He, said he missed two weeks before that LSU game, and he was rusty as hell that first half. So you mean to tell me, oh, we'll pull him early. Don't play him the next week. Oh, yeah, and then we'll go to Auburn. Like, everything's okay against that great defense. It's, sometimes it's just ball. If it's a first half, it's ball. And C.J. Mosley had the same injury Tua had in college, and he turned out to be a pretty good player himself right now in this league. So I hope the best for him, and I'm kind of glad he's not going to go to a dumpster fire at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He'll go to a stable organization finally, hopefully. I
2: found it. I found it kind of funny that people were saying that kind of stuff, like, you know, Nick Saban, this is your fault, and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, it was the first half. Like, yeah, it was the first half. Like, even if you know, and Fred said, you know, he basically said he had on good authority that they were going to sit him at the half anyway. So I'm like, what's wrong with that being the plan? Like, freak things happen in sports. That's why, right. you know, we want to do all these analytics. We want to talk about load management and all that kind of stuff. Most things that happen, it's just a freak occurrence. You know what I'm saying? Good it wasn't – I just don't understand how people can say in the first half, like, why was he still in the game? Like, I like why wouldn't he be in the Yo, game in, in the first half of the game?
4: I think I think this is just, it's just karma for Bull Connor and also a more recent season. <laughs> Um the cops in Alabama. The Cops in Alabama's got a court planting um drugs on a thousand black men. That's in twenty nineteen by the way. This isn't like old news, this just dropped and uh you know what I'm saying, so I think that's what's going on. <laughs> hey, I do know <laughs> I mean, that Stephen that dropped the day, by the way. Hey, I, I
1: know Steven you know, sometimes it's ball, though, man. Things happen 'cause you know, the guy who played for the Buff a couple years ago, Kendall Kendall Beckwith, middle linebacker career over because he's got in the car. What do you mean? The guy can't get in the car and drive now? Sometimes people just get hurt, man, and you hate it for them. But at the same time, at least he won't end up on the Dolphins, the Bucks, things like that. He may go to a stable team. Who knows? The Patriots may move up and take him. You know, so know. It, we'll
0: yeah, One
4: yeah, we'll of these you know unstable what, teams a,
2: might still take the gamble.
4: Yeah, because yeah, he has a great career. I hope he has a great career. I just, I'm just, i just glad Alabama can't win now. That's so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, if people talking about 04 Tour. Hey, Mac Jones only moved the ball and got three points in that second half, by the way. i uh, just letting y'all know that right now. But, uh, Jim, yeah. you
2: got to buy ignoring you, right? <laughs> he, he,
4: he I know, you, I know. I know. Listen, listen, right I know. Hey, listen, hey, listen, hey, listen, listen. I'm already I'm already when he come on, he ain't say roll damn tired. That's always his call in. You know what I'm saying? Until until hey, you know,
1: hey, I'm actually resigned to the fact. I'm resigned to the fact this year. And by the way, when Alabama don't play in the playoff game, there will be a lot of these players going to sit out the bowl game, which I don't mind because it's a meaningless bowl game, and a lot of players are doing that now over the years, which I don't blame them because it's not a playoff game. Hey, they they, but, uh, <laughs>
4: they low manage. Oh, so you are okay with low managing bowl games? You don't like low managing all the Because okay the thing
1: is, it. you know. You're like,
4: you're not playing for football. They don't have the
1: money yet. Football, they don't have the money, and that's what I'm saying. Cause, yeah, they, um, they didn't. They didn't get the check yet. <laughs>
4: they, okay, so, so they, so they want to like, chill. Okay.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I never even thought hey, about it. I don't
1: care J- J- about J- bowl games J- 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 that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Morant ain't old enough to drink yet. He already load manager. Come on, bro. He's <laughs> man. He, he's on the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies suck. They need. He all the reps he can get. <laughs> what, what are they saving him for? Summer League. Yo, John That's nice, man. You yo,
4: You're <laughs> talking on Josh. rookie of the year right now, man.
1: Hey, man. But, 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 but But one thing, I'll, I'll say these two quick things for I run.
4: First, right, I yeah, I we got cool. hey. to
2: get the Gus in hey. his picks.
1: Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and we got, I Reginald, we
4: got Reginald, Reginald's on, too. Oh, go ahead hey, I'm okay. glad I
1: paid my. I'm glad I paid my rent first. Shout out, Gus. But uh, you know,
5: here's the
1: thing. Uh, I cannot wait. I, I, I cannot. I cannot wait to see Court make all the memes. I cannot wait to see Moreland get mad when Luca wins the MVP this year. But also, when about like Kaepernick, I say this real quick. I say this real quick. I don't think Kaepernick wants to play. But the NFL was kind of dirty themselves. Is if the NFL is doing you this dirty. Why in the hell are we, you we keep get trying to, to beg to join this league? Why do you keep trying to beg to join this league dude, if they're this bad? That's my thing, because after a while, bruh. It's good it's marketing,
4: old... man. What you hate you?
1: Yeah, because <laughs> all, all these woke folks talking about, oh, this. I'm like, look, man, I was with him, man. But one, he ain't speaking for himself. Everybody's controlling his narrative. His woman speaks for him. I don't like that as a grown man. No, no disrespect to the ladies. But I'm about to, to, to say, you're about to get all the ladies mad Uh-oh. out there.
0: Uh uh. But, but, but what I'm saying is that those are the what thoughts what and feelings of Tobias. They do My not Rob. represent the thoughts. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> all
2: right, man. But, 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 but you guys
1: take it easy, man. All right, we holler
2: holla at you next week, man. <laughs> all
1: right, y'all. Uh, uh, all right,
2: everybody oh. on the phone line, man, hold tight. We got one more second. We're just going to get some quick NFL picks from. Uh the homie Gus Griffin, and we were gonna we we're gonna get to these phone lines, so just hold tight all right, so um, we got Gus
3: Griffin on the line. what's up, Gus
2: how you doing all right, so last week you were this may this was your worst week yet you were one in four <laughs> last week twenty eight and twenty six overall though we're still hovering above five hundred here. So come on, we gotta we gotta knock this one out the park this week, man. We gotta knock All it right out the just, park.
5: I just encourage your encourage your listeners that this is a marathon and not a one hundred yard dash. So uh, because <laughs> uh, I lost one hundred yard everybody, dash.
2: listeners, you know, if you, if you're out there, you're investing with Gus. He's just been low. Load, he low managed last week, so now exactly. he's back in the game, and you know. Hopefully not rusty So 28 and 26 overall We're going to start with the Raiders and Jets This is an over-under pick uh, Their over-under is 46.6 points
5: Where are you going? Alright um, The Jets The Jets have gone over In their last four straight games Pass happy Raiders With very little defense Take the over Alright uh, The next one we have the Falcons uh,
2: versus the bucks the spread on this one is four and a half points
5: okay the falcons the two, are the favorites the falcons are the favorite the two six, 2016 falcons have been found they've jumped off the milk carton um and what's amazing is the last two weeks is they've done it with defense they've only given up 12 points in the last two games and that wow. includes against the saints in the dome um Jameis Winston is sure to give them at least two turnovers, if not more. Take the Falcons minus the four-and-a-half. They're not they're – not, it's too little too late in terms of them making the playoffs. They may have saved Dan Quinn's job, but they have both the Saints again and the 49ers on their schedule remaining. They're going to have an impact on the playoffs, even though they won't be there. All right. Um, this next one is another over-under. This is the
2: Giants-Bears.
5: Their over-under is 40. Where you going? The Bears are the most reliable under team in the league, um, and, you know, and the, with, with their defense and a, basically a non-threatening quarterback play at this point. The Giants, when they've played any defensive note, they're always in the teens, no more than that. So I'm taking the under. All right, under 40 on that one. We have the Panthers
2: at New Orleans. Panthers are 10-point dogs in this one.
5: Okay, now this one and the last one. Last one, um, uh, uh, we got the Dolphins, a ten and a half point underdogs to Cleveland. I'm, I'm going to combine these, try to save you some time. I'm always looking at double digit underdogs. Last year, they're 19, 14, and one with six outright upsets. That's double digit underdogs. This year, even though we have three god awful teams, um, usually have one or two. We have three of them: the Dolphins, the um, Washington, and Cincinnati. In spite of them. They're still, they're still, they still have a winning record. The double digits 13, 11, and one right now. With three outright upsets, I'm going to continue that. I'm taking the Panthers. It's a division game. Also, I don't believe in laying double digits in a division game, so I'm taking the Panthers plus the ten, and jump to the Dolphins plus the ten and a half. Um, last note: the Cleveland Browns are not accustomed to this kind of attention um, from the Monday night game. And, and you know, they, they they beat my Steelers good. and we, we That's a whole other discussion, of course. You can see my column on that. Um, but they're not accustomed to this kind of attention. I don't know that they're mature enough to handle it. They're not ready to be a ten-and-a-half point favorite over anyone, I don't believe. Um, and if they do cover it, then that shows a, a degree of maturity. But I don't think they're ready for it. I'm taking the Dolphins plus the ten-and-a-half and the Panthers plus the ten. All right, there you have it. This
2: is not a load management week. Go out there, get your investments together. Um, Gus has an article that just came out this morning on warroomsports.com, and it's it's basically about what we've been talking about for the past 30 minutes or so, the whole Miles Garrett um, situation, just, you know, a different perspective. Uh, so make sure you go to warroomsports.com. You can click on that blog tab, or you can just go right to the middle of the home page. You'll see the titles of all the articles there. Make sure you check it out. Um, all right, Gus. We'll see you next week, man.
5: Hopefully, all right, gentlemen, enjoy.
2: Hopefully with an undefeated week record. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know I'm, you'd always make a late season charge. All right. We we'll talk to you next week, man. Appreciate it. Take care. All right. All right, we definitely got to talk this Colin Kaepernick stuff, but like Jimmy said, we got some more callers on the line. You said we got Reginald waiting. Uh, let's go to Reginald. Yeah, yeah. In the district. Reginald, what's going on, man? Welcome to the war room.
6: Yo, appreciate it. You me in. Like the no show, love the energy you guys bring. So Thank where do y'all, you. y'all want Thank to you start? Appreciate. I got like a lot we of appreciate good stuff. It. Hey, right hey, down you.
2: the top. You got an opinion on the whole Miles Garrett situation?
6: Oh no doubt. I mean, what hasn't been said? Start. So this this racial slur, the latest and greatest. I'm disappointed for this one reason. Leading prior, everything leading up prior to that statement or that accusation, which obviously they've already proven that has not, been no evidence has shown. We 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 pretty much put it in a position or gave him a sense of posture reactionary. But I'm sort of a theorist that's saying, if you claim that they said it was racial, I mean that he made a racial slur prior to that play, now I'm wondering was this some premeditated in this action? I was,
2: about to, I was just Meaning, about to say that. That makes the whole yeah, thing that premeditated.
6: Could, that might <laughs> take this whole argument out and really cut the wind out of his sail from everything he does. Now, I am supportive of Miles in this respect. In that this situation escalated because of Mason Rudolph.
2: Yeah, because he wouldn't not back to Not just down.
6: because of the head pulling and not the kick, but see, at some point, you're without a helmet charging a player who's bigger than you with a helmet. With your helmet, for that matter. <laughs> and you got the, two helmets. That's right. You've got two. <laughs> question and hidden, and he assumed that he, nothing was going to happen to him, like nothing's going to hurt me. I've got my teammates around me. I'm going to bark like a little dog. And you run up on a big dog. I can't negate that aggression to say that, hey, if you never charged him, guess what? They would have given him a flag on for ripping his helmet off. They would have dealt with it in that level. And that would have been. The end you, of it.
2: Handed you your helmet back and everything would have been everything. That, that, that that's, been the end of it. My whole thing from the start was like, okay, so, if, if he wants to keep charging, I'm like, if 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 Miles Garrett wants to drop the helmet and, and give this dude some hands, like I couldn't blame him. I mean, he would get some he would get suspended for that as well. But it would the optics wouldn't be as bad. Like, you know, he kept charging me so I'd I beat the dude
6: up. <laughs> but don't you think it was doing sort of an eye for an eye? You tried to take my helmet off, so I took it off. You're charging me while your man is engaging me because he had to reach over <clears> his, <throat> to the player. And, yes, he was wrong to swing the helmet. So you get your fine. You get your suspension.
0: Yeah.
6: But We know that this league, that suspension, I believe, is driven mostly on we don't ever want to see anything like this happen again by anyone in the league. Let this be a lesson. That's why he didn't get that appeal overturned. There was no reason to six games your, and, your your team is not going to make the playoffs anyway. So, right, and that, and that's why
2: like a lot of people that I've spoken to, you know, they kept trying to bring up things from the past, something that happened in 85, and somebody brought up something that happened in the 70s. And, you know, these guys got fined and they they didn't get suspended. But like you just said, like today's day and age, like they're trying to send a message so it never happens again. We can't really compare what's good. happening now. To what, you know, to what happened back then. But, I know, heard one. I, that, and I another thing, that's a football seven. player thing. Like, they always, it seems like when you see people get into a fight, you know, besides the crazy ones who try to actually swing punches while a player has helmets, you know, a helmet on. Sure. I never understood why <laughs> uh-huh. they did that. But when they grab at each other, it seems like they always grab at the face mask to try to push your helmet off or pull your helmet off.
6: I yeah, think yeah, that's sure just reactionary right. as well, Yeah. But I think this NFL right now really appeases the fan base. That's, that's the reactionary level of the fan base was, oh, he needs to be out of this league. I think they take a little bit of that into consideration. Because there's a, there's a rule already in place for removal of a helmet. There's a fine for it. I mean, I'm not a fan of Mason... Getting only a thirty-five thousand dollars fine because I think you asked how much was his fine. I think it should be one game because yeah. I thought thirty-five was just not enough because of the parts that he played in it. And then yeah, to the reduce yeah. to reduce Ponzi's down from three to two, I'm not in favor of that because I believe that he went above and beyond. Being that Miles Garrett already had the other dude on top of him, and he was punching and he got a kick him. and kicking him.
2: Yeah. He was, he, right. He got a few kicks in so there I as think well. So I thought
6: the was justified. I thought the six was right, or I should say indefinite. But I thought it should have been appealed to just simply six, so we don't have to come back in, what I call bow to Caesar, the NFL. But uh, right. truly, I think Mason should have gotten one game.
2: I think because um, I can't see it going past you know the six that ends this season. I agree. Unless somebody tries to but be he- petty because of. You know, but him he's bringing up the whole racial thing in his appeal.
6: Hmm. But he's gotta yeah, come but, back to the link office and ask right. for it. For the
2: reason, See, That's yeah. the
6: part. But
2: That's all yeah, that's all. They're just gonna they're gonna give me test minute? his level of remorse, you know, once that happens and he should be fine.
6: But you still gotta come in.
2: Right, real quick, what's your um What's your thoughts on the whole Kaepernick situation from this past weekend?
6: I'm going to tell you right now, Kaepernick is a NFL starting quarterback. It's because of this whole scenario. The devil's in the details. Those who've got the football IQ understand what Kaepernick Kaepernick was dealing with. The short-term notice, the lack of knowledge of receivers, the audible as I call it, which good quarterbacks do, he put, he has a platform. He has a he's already said, he has integrity. That's not something compromisable. Those who question that he wasn't he doesn't really want to play, I ask you, then why is he standing football quarterback shape for three years? Because he can't use that skill anywhere else. He's not entertained any offers to go to this new X F L or you know, the Canadian League. It's always been about the NFL, and I believe that he accomplished actually what he did by cutting out the middleman. Um, I come from a business mindset, and that's this. The NFL has never put together a player pro day, if you want to call it that. So being that they had no skin in the game other than the ulterior motive of trying to get the signature of him for a no- Trying to get the waiver signed. <laughs> waiver, which is unconstitutional. <laughs> um, uncharacteristic. They're like, in the business world, we look at it as a hiring agency. They have no skin in the game because they will not be the one doing the hiring. They're not the ones who will have to pay him. But a hiring agency will go to you, the employee, and identify your strengths and weaknesses and sell it to your employer or potential employer. In this case, they were not trying to do that. They were representing the employer and giving him demands. Well, anytime you call a – as an employee, you call an employee, you, you, you tend to be a little flexible because obviously you want him because that was their goal, they said. We want to get you a shot. Jay-Z supporting that supposedly in the background doing some work. He's mad. I don't understand why the NFL is mad at all other than that they couldn't get away with what I call their hoodwink attempt, fast you know, track of trying to get a signature and some, some demand. But why are they mad? They they lose nothing in this. Kaepernick has been without a job in this game. He's shown the skills. Twenty-five team low-level scouts showed up, not decision makers. And seven decision makers were busy. Right. So right. (laughs) Too busy on Saturday. But but let's think about it from Kaepernick's standpoint. Because somebody said, "What did he accomplish?" I think he ruined it. No, he didn't. Up until this point, or prior to this week. All, he had, all you had was a mouthpiece of him saying, I'm ready, and video, YouTube videos saying, I've been training, I've been training, I've been training. So the only thing you're left with is, I want to see it in real life. He ran an audible. He said, you know what? I'm going to kill two birds and one stone. I'm going to get, I'm going to get out of this bounce trap and still be able to accomplish that. Eight teams came to the new location. The seven who didn't show, they were going to see video anyway. So the video that the NFL wanted to put together as they wanted to control the narrative was something that I don't think anybody would walk in and say I'll take largely in part because let's see, I just sued you and won for 10 million seven months ago. And now today I'm going to allow you to dictate and tell my story and then share it to the potential suitors who have known where I was, if they were truly interested in finding to see a and get me a live pro day. Most teams run pro days, they want it to be private because they don't want other teams to learn the intel in which they understand when they're looking at a considered player. Why would I give you that information? You're my competitor. I want to learn what I can from you as a player that the other teams may not know about. So when it comes draft day, I know what I'm getting. This group idea. Was, so, But, do, but think, do you
2: think this was a lose-lose for Kaepernick then? Like, because even though think, 25 okay. teams think, sh- showed up, like you said, they mm-hmm. were low level scouts. Like, are these mm-hmm. teams just saving face? Like, we'll send somebody so they can, you know, he can't say we didn't give him a chance.
6: Like, so we'll, we'll never get the answer, but I'm going I'm to go with what I call leading, leading, leading statements that lend myself to the jury of that this was a farce. The league called Kaepernick. Then they called the teams to show up. They picked a day before game day, after the trade deadline, teams are already set with what they are going to be looking at for the rest of the season. So basically what was this quote unquote pro day really going to accomplish for any team? If you're a head coach to validate what I believe that there was a off the record conversation that said, look, guys, we got an agenda we don't want to be sued for the whole collusion idea. I need y'all guys to send somebody. And for the greater the shield, we got an owner's union led by Mr. Jerry Jones. And he's got a lot of influence. And he said, let's get some boys on over there. Send your low-level sky costs nothing. Then because he moves, the, then they drop to him the letter or the, the condition of contract, the night of, and all of a sudden, you see all these terms of expectation. You don't know who he's throwing to, which is key. You don't know what program he's had to throw and run and show. I'm like this. He accomplished that because everyone got to see it under his structure. You can go to get the video. It was live. Everyone had it. You may not have saw it before 10, it. but eight, eight teams found a way to get there, and those who didn't stay, what, you can't pay to change ticket fees for your organization on a flight? You were a low level scout. You wasn't essential. So why weren't they there? They were told yeah. to pass up. They were like caught in the their feelings because they wasn't able third to train scouts scout. good and Which was the second string scouts scouting. was
2: probably off at college games that day.
6: <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it, it was it a lot of stuff all about a signature. Going we're gonna and get this was into a it. one thing to get him to sign on that data line and they thought when they keep saying if Copernick really wanted to take a shot this was his one shot why are we assuming that this really was an interview I mean we're talking about we're putting all the onus on trying to resolve this one issue which we know was all about a politicizing of him kneeling you didn't really think he couldn't play what you wanted to do was find out would he be a good boy and talk the talk and say the right thing.
1: <laughs> and the mere fact that he put that t-shirt on, showed the NFL <laughs> what they really wanted to see. It wasn't about his arm talent, his throwing, his... Exactly. Yo, are you and ready I, to fall team. in line?
6: And I'm sad to or hear not. that they will use the t-shirt as a distraction because at the end of the day, this is about football, right? You you said you wanted to find out, can he play? But but you know
2: that they would. We all know that they would.
6: So, I mean, I think... Because of their failure.
2: Like, for us signature. like, we've said for months, not even, you know, I think this is, it's been kind of like a new thing Um, Mm -hmm. after this weekend, people were saying that, but... I know personally, I've questioned how much Kaepernick really wants to be back in the league, and 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 me questioning it had nothing to do with because he won't fall in line and all the kind of stuff that Stephen A. Smith and everybody is basically uh, getting at him about. Mm-hmm. I I always wondered like why he wanted to get back into the league, um, and I know uh, Jimmy, you've said before like he probably, like, historically, he probably would be better off if he never took another snap in the NFL again. So I'm thinking at this point, he probably knows that. His team probably knows that. So at this point, he might just be playing the game with these guys. Because if you go into something knowing mm-hmm. that it's a farce, then you stand up for yourself and you change some things around I, mean, he, I just think in his mind he knows he's never going to play in the NFL again, but you have to play your part, you know, if you're ever going to bring mm-hmm. suit to them again. And because that waiver actually said something about that, he definitely had to put his foot down on that. I mean, that's just speculation. Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe he really, really, really wants – I mean, this is something he dedicated his life to. So there's that.
6: But I apologize for dominating the statement, but I agree with you 100%. Football is entertainment. Right. He has a platform. to way to get all the news circuits to be talking about it. He had to show up. People are like, why did you even show up if you didn't want to play? Right. No, he had to show up. He knew the scenario. It was very clear the, the situation and how doubtful this could be the real thing. It was that last straw, which cemented his thoughts or anticipated thoughts. I think he just had those guys on standby. I don't think that was the initial intent to say, look, we're just going to run at this practice over at the other field. I think that was just on standby because I think he, they underestimated and he outsmarted them. And like they just like in
2: case them. they try to, you know, yeah. throw something sneaky like, in we, there.
6: We, right. Let's have this they place ready. <laughs> they asked on Wednesday, hey, who are going to be my receivers? And there was no response. What program are you asking me to throw? Where's, where's the sort of like there's a listing of throws that they were asked in the program. Right. For him to have they to wouldn't even
2: give him a list of teams that had committed. Like That kind of just started leaking through the media, but they wouldn't give right. him a list of teams. Because
4: they, couldn't.
6: Because they that, couldn't give the names because they had not. It's one thing if you call the team and say, hey guys, who's interested in going? I'll set this up. No, he set the NFL set it up and then told teams. So that told you, hey guys, hustle up. Go get somebody. We got to make it look like there was no collusion here and that we have interest so that when we do have him come through and perform and don't worry, we're going to control the media because we're going to only be the ones taping.
1: And so now, we're going to leave.
6: I got a, I got a bigger,
1: I got a bigger question for you. Uh, yes, sir. What, what uh, participation and influence did Sean Corey Carter have in, uh, in all of this?
6: I don't know. I don't think he did. Um, I know they, there's leaks of saying that he helped push this out there because he was mad. So I believe he had a, a voice or they, I believe they, I don't want to say used him. I've always felt and I'm judgmental. I on think that they've because, been
2: using him since the minute they signed that deal, yeah. but that's just
6: me. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm judgmental on that. So I come in biased with the thought, but the fact that hear him say he was disappointed in Kaepernick I'm scratching my head saying, why are you disappointed? Again, you don't have any skin in this game other than you wanted to look like Jehovah, i.e., the Savior. Mm-hmm. So, other than that, you find that your position is nothing but of a high paid prompt, high paid pawn for the NFL. So, you're really there for a check because you're not an influencer. Those guys didn't bring you in to say, we're going to listen to you, you're an advisor. And they're going to say, okay, we'll take your idea, but on our terms. Because there's no possible way, you're telling me, Jay-Z, that you said, look, I'm not going to call Kaepernick and tell him about this situation and say, look, I'm going to get you a deal. What are you looking for? Play a mediator. Corroborate something. I mean, collaborate something that shows that, look, Kaepernick, we gave you a few things. You got to give us a few things. It was all Dictated to him, and at their on their time, out of the gate, hey, we want you there Saturday. We need two hours for you to get back to it. You say, well, can we do it the following Saturday? Kaepernick's in New York. Why is it in Atlanta? Yeah. I and mean, there's so many optics that you can look at. <laughs> they're like, no, this is your one shot. And the NFL are the offices
2: urgency? are in New York.
6: Right. Why? Is, but why the urgency? I'm like, let's let's take a central location. Where all the teams could possibly reach a two hour door ad- direct flight, whether it be Dallas, whether it be somewhere in the m- midwest, but mm-hmm. down in the southern right hemisphere, and you got him you gave him four days, you call him on a Tuesday, say gotta be there Saturday, and you don't get a why the urgency. We're past it again, we're the two days past the trade deadline. Teams have decided what they're going to do for the rest of their season. They've decided what moves they won't make and are resting on this is our plan for the rest of the year. So there's really no action on getting him anywhere. I think plan B was they were going to put him on a – they were going to take a team like Miami. I think that was a team that they were leaking that might be interested. What, is he going to be on the bench? Is he going to be a starter? Are you going to, is he going to get a real shake? How many weeks would it take for him to get to know the playbook and be able to get on the field? Come on. they want oh, to
2: go. Miami wouldn't have worked either
1: because the yeah, fans would have run him out of town
2: to. because of the cash shirt from a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't going to work. Wanted,
6: they wanted that signature because right now, as it stands right now, he's accomplished having 18 see him live and can't no longer say he can't. And I think actually one low-level scout mentioned, yo, he's still got it. His arm is as good as it was. So,
1: good as man, it ever, good him. as it ever Man, ex- excellent brother Excellent point, man Excellent point, great perspective No doubt. and
2: Reg, we, we gotta go But, yo, yeah, we appreciate the I'm, call man, Reg,
4: <laughs> this, this, this is one of our better calls, man Reg, make sure you call in and keep up with us every week,
2: man a I was call. about to say, Reg, your, your call basically turned into a segment You were like a guest <laughs> So, um, Listen,
4: every I every Thursday you. we're here at 6 time. to 8
2: p.m., man Call in and rep with us no, We that.
4: appreciate you, man, appreciate you Hey,
6: Rookie Reg, man, as always, much all luck. Right. All, right. Hey, hey, all right. All right.
2: Hey, um, yeah, let me get y'all, because we got the homie Naj waiting, too. I know he got some good stuff as well. I mean,
4: what did you guys think oh, of man, the whole like, thing? He, he gave so many great points, man. I'm trying to think. out what to do. It's like, all right, um, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Man, it's, it's so many stories, so layered, like, I don't know whether he wants to play, but I agree that he had to show up. Like the fact of the matter is, we're talking about a guy that hasn't taken a snap in the NFL in years, but he leads like um, just the sports, shows, but other shows, in the course of the media cycle. So, yeah. um, if his objective was to you know continue his his fight or whatever you want to call it, and you know he had to do. Um, at the end of the day, man. Uh, it, to me this is a whole different discussion um this goes to talent and resources and ownership and it goes into a whole deeper discussion of we don't control our platforms we're nothing but the talent it's into the 1000000 dollar slave talk and I know we don't right. have enough time to get that deep into it but the fact of the matter is like telling telling him that hey listen dude it's it's, it's true for here's the thing everybody take a side Either you you want the the Stephen A side or you're on the Eric Reid side, When the fact of the matter is uh, the, Both of them make valid points And sometimes both people can be true Even though it seems like they're the opposite thing Because it's all a matter yeah. of pers- It's all a matter of perspective man It's a matter of perspective um, But I funny though Jim someone, That you
2: say that because the whole Stephen uh, A Thing like I don't think he Necessarily took us I think it's kind of Unfair with especially with black People are doing Stephen A um, you know we've I mean, had he's our in jokes the
4: streets, though, man. in the he's been, past. You know what I'm saying? He be in the streets.
2: Yeah, definitely in the streets, and he gonna see T.O. about what he said earlier. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you saw, you saw the very moment in his face when his heart yo. was broken. T.O. said Max yo, was black blacker than you. Yo, T.O. here and trying
4: to put some hot grease on him. be off. And Did You see what T.O. said to Stephen A. Smith? Sir?
1: <laughs> yeah, he fried him. I heard about it. I didn't see it live. I heard about it. Yeah.
0: I
2: mean, I mean, he he backed T up. T.O. T.O. Well, after that, it looked like T.O. might have a little regret that he said that because he might have realized, like, yeah, you know, that's
0: That's
2: what they're accusing for with Donovan already. That was black on black crime. But no, but everybody's quick to do that these days. And I've already noted that on several episodes about different things like Stephen A., first of all, has been, you know, supportive of Kaepernick through most of this stuff. I think where he gets frustrated. Because I, you know, I listen to these clips. See, where he gets frustrated, it's stuff that we've even said before. Like, Kaepernick doesn't really speak much for himself, so we don't really know. Like, we're supporting him, but we don't know. Like, if you're leading, we're not we're not really sure what you're expecting from us. Because a lot of this has morphed into, like, Kaepernick versus the NFL. Like, people are mad because Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Like, I can't remember the last time we actually heard anything about the fact that, you know, the reason why Kaepernick kneeled in the first place. Like, that's been on the back burner for a long time. People are basically mad because Kaepernick doesn't have a job. And he doesn't speak that much. So we really don't know where his head is, what he really wants to do, what he wants us to do as his supporters. So the whole Stephen A thing, it's like – Know, These days I you know can't have you you can't support somebody and have any logical self thinking moments where you're you know where you're questioning something. You just have to blindly support.
4: Yeah, if you it's don't, like you, it's like you are all, all, like, like, so, all kinds of so, coons, all kinds of sellouts. And, so it's it's like it's 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 man, it's, it's a lot of history in that too. It's sort of like um like don't 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 argue in front of the company, right? But that, that's his platform But it's not really his platform Which is why I said this is a whole different Deeper discussion Because at the end of the day You, you, you are literally using Like oppressor Like Eric Reed uses the term often Oppressing him and they're the oppressor <laughs> Like he uses these terms But you want to you know, work I got for some, the oppressor some,
2: You know I like, always got bars for Eric Reid
4: Eric Reed is, is the, the most oppressor. confusing
2: figure In this whole thing
4: Yo, he's, more, he, he's
2: angrier <laughs> than everybody but you collect the you know, Here's
4: the thing though. I think <laughs> it's hard to get in the right place, but I don't even know like I, and and it's just like people wanna people wanna take absolutes for one and they don't wanna they won't they don't wanna deal with context and nuance because nothing is, is in black and white whole scenario on any angle, mm-hmm. any way you look at it. I mean the NFL at the end of the day, right, is an organization. It's a it's a private entity. It's a large organization with billions and billions of money. And at the end of the day, when we talk about business, a business is in, it, it, it exists as a thing, which is to make profits. So Man. if they're able to make profits without dealing with this, that's what they're going to do. Fact of the matter is, when I say we, I'm talking about the culture doesn't own platforms, although we are the talent pretty much almost Anything that has to do with sports, entertainment, but we don't have this ownership, so we end up begging our quote unquote oppressors for jobs. On one what? hand, you know they're they oppressing me; they're my oppressors. On the other hand, yo, know, I want to, I want to work. Come on, I'll man! Like,
0: <laughs> you
4: know, and I get it. You, but th- this is not an like this is not a meritocracy. It's like you had the talent to play, like, dude. There's a lot of people that have a talent to play. And I'm not trying to come off on a Stephen a, 'cause I'm also like I'm a I'm a I'm a supporter of Kaepernick. Um fan of Kaepernick, but at the end of the day, man But we've like, had questions. We've
2: had opinions,
4: you know what I'm saying? Like And I question the whole CN thing too, like Stephen A comes off too much. First of all, we're not gonna go way too far. It's not like he wanna exchange hands with somebody. Like he see, going see and, too that's, far. and that's and that was my and, next point.
2: I my, my very next point, Jim, was like is I think it's unfair how people are treating Stephen. Well, you got like like Whitlock. I don't care what you say about him because Whitlock from from minute one of this story has seemed like it was personal for him. He calls he calls Kaepernick names. He you know all kinds of stuff. It seems like him, he, he was against him. him. He, he wants boy, uh, him to fail. Mute he Hamid he Ali.
4: Boy, he calls the boy mute <laughs> Hamid <laughs> Ali. No, yeah, on like on for though. him that's it seems perfect. I, I ain't gonna lie, that's kind of that's kind of funny. But hold on, though. <laughs> but, th- but that, that also Stephen A. is not me. in that
2: category. But people are placing but that him also, in the same category. But that category also going to show you the kind of platform. And that's not they
4: you cool. the platform that uh Stephen A. has because as I brought it up, the most people they have no idea about the vitriol that uh that, that shit like saying. Like the Stephen A.'s platform. That's that because it. people already refuse to of, listen to that. <laughs> yo, and a lot of y'all, man. I'm gonna I'm tell y'all another thing that bothers me too, man. I, I yo, we quick to want to like um give and I'll use the term man, uh, give people invitations to now, this whole love set max Max. <laughs> y'all gotta chill, dude. Y'all gotta chill. Max like, is a black hero on, now. Man. Yeah, now he's max hey, is a black hero. And the funny thing is, Max,
1: man, max, man. max, Max, Max is a Max is a good dude from near as I can tell. Well, black folks gotta relax, man. All a white guy has to do is play a saxophone or dance real good and and or no, say something minorly supportive. If they
4: show if they, show, they, do, if they, show, if they show any semblance it's, it's of and love to our community, we jump behind them ungodly. Like we, right. you know, <laughs> you know. But
2: that's the thing with Max. Like I don't, I never thought Max was a bad guy. Like I spoke with somebody about Me this either. today. I view, I've always viewed Max as an ally, but. Max is also like like he's speaking from a place of privilege, so the stuff that he says it sounds great, but everything is not realistic to us. You don't have the you, you know he hasn't lived the plight that we live, so it sounds all easy for him to say certain things, and black people love how it sounds and, and you know, we cheer, and you know now Max is the guy, and oh, he's blacker than than Stephen A. But Stephen A. was basically a, a lot of these arguments. He's just trying to give Max a perspective of reality of how difficult it is, how we always have to be better than them to get stuff equal to them. And
4: here's my thing, but, man. you know, people. I, I don't know.
2: I, I just think Max, Max has work. doubled down on the the black love recently, just because he sees how people are. He loves you know, getting.
1: He loves getting crazy. the love.
2: I think he's doing it at the expense of, of his co-host.
4: He always wanted to be a member of Wu-Tang, but that's either here or there. He got a rap album, right? Album. Yeah, I know. This no, also comes from someone,
1: this comes some from someone who was a fan of
4: his to the point where like, I don't even listen to sports radio because I think most of it is garbage. I don't even listen to it at all. But when him and Marcellus had a show together, I would literally download the podcast because I thought that was like those two together actually work very well on radio, um. So I respected his work, and I respect. It, but this whole like you said, he's his throwing his partner under the bus for one, he, and he's acknowledged like, yo, I'm on your platform. He said that several. He's he I'm on your platform, so he recognizes that that's really the Stephen A. Show, whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, yeah. and, but and, and I also understand his perspective of like handed yo, handed it down by Skip say. Baseless. Yeah, he's like, what's supposed to And also, there's a rumor that Skip is going back. By the way, he said, um, Skip's contract is up. He's going whoever paid the highest ransom. He don't care who it is. It could be us. all He cares. He's going whatever. Whoever got the whoever got that bread. Skip is out. Skip might be on whatever. Is, but um, skipping to the um, bank. Not um, what's his face? Uh, what's what's the what's your man uh, was Shannon uh, what's his name? Yeah, that's Skip. That is Skip. My fault. That's I only watch yeah. I only watch these knuckleheads. I watch highlights. Yeah. But um say I, I watch, watch man, clips man. that
2: people send to me.
4: Yeah, people send me clips and I watch the clip. It's in our group in our group chat. I, but I don't mm. other than that, I don't you know what I mean, but at the end of the day, man, and I you know, um, Max gotta chill and we gotta chill with the Max Love. Like, you know, you can you can understand that, but the way people are overboard with the he comes to the cookout, he's blacker than Stephen Ace, he's this, like, y'all go way too far, cuz. Y'all go way too
2: far. Yeah. T.O. owe sure. <laughs> that man an apology, man, for real. He used to defend T.O. ass when everybody was calling him them kind of names. All right, but anyway, yeah, well, let,
1: let's get yeah. to the
2: phone lines because we don't have that much time left. We got a lot of stuff we wanted to get to, but it don't look like we're going to get to it. So let's get some more opinions on this. We got the homie Nodg calling in from down G.A. What up, Nash.
1: War damn eagle. Yeah, I got bars for a few people being on hold, maybe <laughs> oh. a little more mean, so y'all should expect me to be a little more mean than usual. Uh, Look, man, when you out here with all this, you know, this SJW, keep, 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 this woke, keep, 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 30 years from now, you're going to look at, and realize you were taking the positions of what was entrenched racial hierarchy and oppression. So, I mean, I know that sounds a little Eric Reedish, but... When I hear black folks using that language, my eyebrow raises a bit, and I like to listen a little more intently because I I start to realize you're usually hearing somebody who would uh, enjoy a boot with a fork and a knife. So I, I, I just got a certain feeling about people who say things like that, about their perspective. And, and look, man, when we talk about this Kaepernick thing, there's so much innuendo. There's so much stuff about, well, he doesn't talk much. Uh, how come he doesn't say anything? And then we start, like, coloring in the lines about his intention. Well, I don't think he wants to play. Well, maybe he does want to play. None of that matters. The, the issue is we're talking about a labor situation to where somebody was legally, I mean, uh, <laughs> illegally, I mean, uh, blackballed. And after that, you kind of deal with the story as is. So the idea that him throwing against air was going to convince somebody to say, oh, man, look at him throwing against air out there. You want college prospects to throw against air because you want to see if they can hit certain routes, if they have the arm strength for it, what their touch is like, what the velocity is on the ball. But somebody who's an actual pro, you bring them in the camp because you want to see what they look like against NFL game speed, what they look like against today's athletes. So if they were serious about Kaepernick, a team calls, he goes in and doesn't work out like everybody else, and they decide, yay or nay, whether they want to have him. Like, to fall for this but it's farce with what it was, and, you know, salute the cap for treating it that way with the T-shirt. Because, I mean, that's all this was, man. They were trying to get that dude to sign the waiver. And, look, y'all are a lot more generous to Stephen A. than I am. Uh, we talked talking <laughs> about a man who basically, we watched the situation to where we saw an entertainer and a journalist. The great Howard Bryant came on the show like, look, man, went to Atlanta, talked to sources. Yeah, he was uh, out there. Piece the stubble, piece
2: he was the out there treating him him the with a dead phone.
1: Right, and my man is out here just yelling out, you know, just loud opinions as usual. It's entertaining, but it's not informative. I don't think I'm just, you know, all that shit. Like, look, man, the, the screaming a character, like, you gotta chill yeah, out. But that's the Steven thing. A, I never thought Stephen A.
2: was informative. With, you know, like, that's his shit. Right. I never thought he was informative. I just think people. are you know, I just think y'all going a little hard on him with the with the blackness comments and all that kind of stuff. But, no, you've heard us dog Stephen A for for basically being a a fraud. Right,
1: right. (laughs) With the Internet, there are a million different opinions, some of them okay, some of them terrible. But once you start coloring the lines of the Internet and saying, well, some people are saying this, some people are saying that, you really get no perspective on the story because you're dealing with not only sensible opinions, you're dealing with crazy people. So it it really gives no weight to it. But, you know, again, man, Stephen A, like – just Let's just be honest, man. To have access to certain things with these leagues, you are going to have to toe a certain line. So to say that this man wasn't carrying water and, for and, the NFL, and, like, come on, man.
2: You know on, where I, I think, think he went wrong this it. week? Because when he did have, like, a differing opinion, it seemed like people questioning him made him even more upset. So at this point, you look like you're attacking the dude. Because why are you so pressed? To you know, to show us the the waiver and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it became it was an ego thing because cause at some point you know Stephen A is the biggest name dropper you know in 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 the industry. <laughs> so when you start questioning him and telling him he doesn't know what he's talking about, he's taking that personal. And and I can see where you know people would get upset because him taking it personal starts to make it look like he's going at Cap personally. Now I, I totally understood that. But,
1: right, but, this, but this Steven is versus thing. Max not like, yeah, i Yeah, man, I ain't even going to touch that Max silliness. But that's the thing, though. If, you, if you're if you going to be that angry when somebody questions you, your stuff needs to be together. Like, all of your stuff need to be lined up. Like, you need yeah. to have done the legwork of reporting. And you know so what? You his do that his stuff ain't been angry. together oh, since oh, back in the oh, day oh, in the oh, NBA.
2: Oh, oh. He don't yes, even know oh, about the oh. NFL.
1: <laughs> if you're going to bogey you got to have your stuff to back it up when somebody calls you in the question and say, wait a minute, that's not what that waiver says. Matter of fact, why do you have that waiver? Because you wanted to tell the NFL side of the story. That's why they gave you access to a dummy. And, look, that Miles Garrett stuff you all were talking about earlier, as we all know, he went too far. That was crazy to see the man hit him with a helmet. I will say if that happened on Sunday during the 1, one o'clock slate, we wouldn't even be talking about it. It wouldn't
2: be a big deal. Yeah, it, it was the only no only game in
4: town. It was the only right. show. So so they got so they got but to the, do it. You made an interesting point when you said that um he has to do certain things to maintain a certain level of access, right? Cause it in listening to what he's saying about Cap, he's basically saying like be like me. Play the game, bow down and do what they want you to do so you can get your that whole seat at the table uh uh nonsense that people love to talk about. The in and, and, that that's what's interesting because um Jimmy, he, look, play, look, he playing chess. Y'all, chess. y'all,
1: y'all <laughs> in Philly, my homie. Uh, y'all probably know him. Shout out to the great uh the guy um M. Tillery. Y'all probably know him. He oh tell, yeah, oh yeah, for Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he asked David Stern a certain question uh during Q and A, and all of a sudden he didn't get credentialed anymore. So when you talk about access mm-hmm. with these leagues and going outside of what they want to talk about, yeah, that can lead to that. And and as far as the Miles Garrett thing, everybody's missing the interesting stuff there. This is a barbaric game. It's the NFL. This is not gentleman's fencing. Like, first of all, during that game, a dude left the game (laughs) because he bleeds out his ear. Like, this is football. (laughs) It's barbaric. But the thing everybody's missing is the culture of football. As a D lineman, I cannot have everybody see a quarterback rolled on top of me and said something to me, and it looks as if he's physically – Got the best of me for for a hot second. I have to retaliate. Yeah, I got to go crazy. Have to retaliate. Great then we, we move to Ponty. As Ponty Pounce, look, Pouncey had to kick, bite. Damn near Hulk Hogan leg drop. He had to do everything because look, you can't hit my quarterback with a helmet. I exactly. got to show exactly. out. I like it. It needs to be known that I showed out when this dude violated my quarterback. Like those are the interesting things here that everybody's missing.
3: Marcus is going to be held in high regard
2: all around the league. He'll never have an issue getting a job as a free agent.
3: You can't (laughs) sit in that old lineman room
1: and lead men. If you stood there while somebody hit your quarterback in the head, bro. Like that was a (laughs) 10 year, that was a 10 year thing he did right there. He's going to keep getting checks just for doing that, man. But, uh, overall, though, dude, like y'all said, man, I don't listen to most sports radio now either. It's gotten really bad. Uh, well, this side says this, that side says that. Like, it's it's really bad at this point, but it is what it is because we're talking about, like, high-level social stuff, and we're trying to stuff it into these small interactions based on what athletes do or say or what the league does or say. And, you know, the conversations get convoluted because of it. You know what I mean? It's These conversations are usually too big for these small little things that we're talking about. So yeah. think about labor and the MLB probably about to be locked out uh, next year. Think about labor in the form of so many unions being gone now, and you, you kind of realize the moment that we're in. We got a whole gang of regular working-class folks out here yelling boss talk. I think boss is right. I think he shouldn't have it. And you're looking at him like, don't you understand in the grand scheme of things, you are the one who would have a grievance against the boss? like but, hey, temporary embarrassed millionaire. That's Americans for you. we we we, we, we kind of crazy out here. It is what it is. No doubt. But thanks <laughs> for letting me man, go off. No America. stuff, man. No doubt, back man. Back yeah, this next
4: week. <laughs>
1: thanks for your call, oh, man. Job, bro. you, brother, man. Appreciate, appreciate,
4: appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Uh, Y'all be easy.
1: Uh,
2: yo, everybody, they making our job easy tonight. We got some good yo, that calls, was back, some that
4: great was, calls. That was back to – Backfire call, Yeah, Let me ask uh, you a question, man.
2: Is it, is it me to, we though, to, or we about to fall off that cliff though in a minute? But
1: yeah. <laughs> good, go is, is it me? Or... <laughs> we about to
4: drop into Bolivian. <laughs> yo. You man, know
1: who...
4: Yo, quick question. I got a yo. Before before you do that on top, just to ask y'all a question real quick. Cause I don't know what y'all perspective is. Is it me or is it like? Um, you know, you see a fight in a um a baseball game or a hockey game, it's like treated one way versus the NBA and NFL. I try to say nothing. All I'm trying to say is, yo, they it was kept asking for Miles Garrett to be arrested. They was talking about assault and what he could be charged. And I'm like, yo, I hear that in NBA fights, you know, NFL fights, but in the mother's, am I I reaching or not? I mean, I don't know. It,
2: like hockey, I never want to put hockey into the to, to the mix because I mean that's in their rules. Like you can get down, <laughs> but you're gonna get a penalty. You know, at the end of it. So, but I don't know. Baseball, I think is I think I think the games they play in baseball are real dangerous. Like it's a game to them to throw a 90 mile an hour ball near somebody's head. Like what if his reflexes Yo, no ain't like him. that?
4: No one calls them criminals, or barbaric, like they that's, that's like assault. They have, a, they have a bat.
2: That's a they have a that's bat a deadly weapon.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, you and read I, um because all... that's happened before. they there, um, it's in Gus's new article. Yeah, um, read that on the on the website, and it was talking about this. It was way back. This baseball player, um, I think somebody threw at him, and he ran out there with the bat, um. I couldn't get from the store if he actually hit the dude, but I think he hit him with his bat. Yo, I don't really know what happened yeah, to him, but it was joke. way the back ball,
4: in the, the ball was getting ready to, Remember the bull was getting ready to rush the pitch, He, like, turned around the first. He, like, kicked the uh, catcher. I know you like haven't <laughs> seen that <clip. laughs> you well, know he what? Like, though, he, like, drop kick the catcher first.
2: That's a smart move, though, because you know every time you do that, the catcher is usually right behind you. So as soon as yeah, yeah, you yeah, cock yeah, yeah. back so to hit around. the pitcher, the catcher going to sneak you. So if you already he got that in your mind, like, that's a that's
4: <laughs> yeah, good – He turned around and – he turned around and kicked the ball like uh, Shawn Michaels did Marty Janetti for you watch. If that was a like, basketball player,
2: I, I would say he had good court awareness. He know he know it's surrounded. So he knows what's going on. Like just turn yeah, around, man. like hey, you just start rushing the pitch and he just turn around and and Rudy Tomjanovich the, the catcher. <laughs> Shout out to Kermit. Um, yeah, we we had a whole lot of stuff we wanted to talk about. Like I said, we had some great calls. So we let everybody rock tonight, man. Just a couple of things and we got to talk about some of this later because it's a lot of context and and stuff that goes into some of this stuff. But um I right, the the quote of the week, man, it was was something from Luka Doncic, the newest NBA Hall of Famer. He said today when I slept, <laughs> the nap, I dreamed I was going to score 16 in the first quarter. Then I scored 17. So I was like dreams don't come true. That was Luca, you know, in the first quarter of his 42 point <laughs> triple double. And then the next game he followed it up with a 30 plus point triple double, and the talking heads are going crazy. I heard somebody on talk radio this morning ask his co-host, Dead Serious, is, is Luca Doncic going to be a top 20 player of all time when it's all said and done? I'm like, yo, let him finish year two. He nice, but let him finish. Like calm down. Um, shout out to LeBron James for the stat of the week. LeBron is the first player to record a triple double against every team in the NBA. Um, little bit of context to this. Actually, Russ almost accomplished this first on October 28th. He was one assist shy of a triple double against the OKC Thunder. This for for you know this is a little easier when you switch teams. Like Magic Johnson would have done it but he never switched teams. So the only team Magic hasn't gotten a triple-double against is the Los Angeles Lakers. The only team Larry Bird never got a triple-double against is the Boston Celtics because these dudes never switch teams. So this was basically back in those days when superstars generally stayed with the same team. This was kind of impossible. So, But, you know, shout-out to the dudes, you know, LeBron, Russ, who should do it in his rematch against OKC, you know, people switch teams these days, so you you can do stuff like this. But it's a hell of an accomplishment to score a triple double against the whole damn league. It's a hell of an accomplishment. Um, Carmelo is back. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Shout out to Mello. Yeah. <laughs> people dogging him already he, back, cause he, he had He's back out a,
4: here um, pissing off. He <laughs> pissing off all the analytic cats back here. Shout out to
2: Mellow. <laughs> he he be out here with his negative purr, missing shots, <laughs> doing what he do.
3: <laughs>
4: that's, but Mello. that's
2: my man and he's where he belongs. I don't care what none of y'all say <laughs>
4: Hey Melo, yo. Mello's the fakest deep quotes ever on IG. Mello got a chill on IG, man. He like an IG sock with them fake deep quotes. But that's either here oh, or there.
2: We was gonna drop in the Bolivian but the bull hung up, so all right. Oh uh You're <laughs> gonna shift fun? the whole <laughs>
0: We're
2: gonna shift the whole show. But um uh what else? Uh today in sports history, uh eleven twenty one seventy three, Pete Rolls wins the uh NL M V P with the Cincinnati Reds. It's a damn shame Pete Rolls still ain't in the hall. Um and eleven twenty one nineteen eighty two, the NFL resumed its season following a fifty seven day player strike. Um according Yo, to Richard Sherman. Um, another, get your popcorn because that's gonna
4: happen again. A piece of history that we got to touch before we get out of here, man, which was like Wednesday, November 20th, 2019, Ben's into the three-pointer, yo. Woo!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ben!
2: He on his way. Reggie Miller. That's black
4: history. That is is black history, man. Before we go, though, the crazy part about about that. Yo,
2: that joint was in the flow, smooth. It looked confident.
3: I don't want him...
4: Don't
2: veer out your lane. I don't want you to start doing that all the time, but you got to Yo, do
4: something back you gotta there. You've got to chill now because he needs a league in, in three-point percentage. He's 100% from the three. Yeah. So And, don't, don't and shoot no yeah, more. the Sixers
2: are undefeated in games where Ben Simmons well, hit, the ben hit the
4: three.
2: That's your real status. Yeah. Let's get
4: the hell out of here.
2: There you go.
4: There you go. Let's get out of here. Man. Gotta get, get out of here. And sisters for joining us. For another briefing in the war room, shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, anybody who uh, got through, shout out to Reggie for uh, getting through, um, you know, via social media then called in. And, you know, shout out to everybody who did get in, man. Like, great calls tonight. Nice. People who didn't get through, we apologize. Special thanks to Fred Purdue and Gus Griffin for their segments. Tune in next week live right here on the band. We're going to talk NFL, everything else happening in the world of sports. Probably, again. Probably um, you know, some sort of racism, or some sort of police brutality. We'll be talking about all that. So until enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the start of next weekend. We'll see you right back here next time. Catch everything we do in our hub. Our hub is warromsports.com. Find everything right there. Also, make sure you pick up a copy of my book, Sports the Book, at sportstobook.com or at that hub of WarroomSports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chum soon.
0: Yo, every Thursday, six to eight they do this. Ah. Shout out to Dev PJ B Austin. Bay on replay on uh. Warroom Sports.com. Get that mobile app. It's not out. 323 working double below twelve. Woo. They be going and you sensitive, then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, the tough push, show time like magic and the block push. Looking alive, push one to join in. Uh, Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop, dollars, pit stop and knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Pop g- guys, no beef, though. Sports, drip, but the streets know. Uh, Bella funny uh, I got a chief flow. Uh, KC Royalty, I'm in beef slow uh, Two hours game up, uh. who's the difference, the, the be you name, up.